0: Six Foot Plus, a program of music and more for those who like it spooky. Broadcasting from a remote corner of the front office, found online at sixfootplus.com. Six Foot Plus, the podcast of music and more for those who like it spooky. New episodes every Friday at sixfootplus.com, on mobile smartphone apps like Stitcher and Dogcatcher, and on iTunes. Subscribe and get Six Foot Plus to your phone, your computer, or your skull. After you hear all those subliminal messages encoded in every third word that I say, go on and tell your friends to also listen to Six Foot Plus. That's the best way that you can help. Rating, reviewing, and most of all, recommending. This is Strange Jason, your curator of this summertime sideshow. Thanks for tuning in. This time around, we have music from Werewolves in Siberia, The Route 66 Killers, Mad Heads, The Groovy Ghoulies, and much more. Monster Matt Patterson will join us for another Monster Matt Minute, and we'll talk with Heather Buckley about Dario Argento in the latest installment of Heather Buckley's Oddscurities. Governor Grimm and the Ghastly Ghouls opened up the show with Raise the Dead, which is from their upcoming first release, There's No Escape. It's subtitled Issue 1 because you get a digital copy of the Governor's Grimm and the Ghastly Ghouls comic. If you're not into digital comics, you can get a physical copy when you purchase the actual CD. Pretty neat, right? I think so. You can find all the details over at Bandcamp. Search for Governor Grimm and the Ghastly Ghouls. While you do that, let's pop on the TV and see what it's been making the moans do as of late.
1: Explode for my
0: turn your drab style into something supernatural? The twin power of VoodooSugar.com will put the magic back into your step. Pins, buttons, bags of all shapes and sizes, tees, stickers, magnets, and more. High quality, low prices. That's
2: two two for one. one.
0: VoodooSugar.com. Cool swag for the living and living dead.
2: This
1: is Ashlyn Yenny from the Human Centipede Films and you are listening to Six Foot Plus.
0: Phantom Maximus and Arcade Grave was right before The Wipe Outers surfs up on Goon Island. The dark entity behind Phantom Maximus is also behind Ghosts Run Wild, which just released Black Sails on the Sea of Blood, over on Goblin House Records. GoblinHouse.com has it, so head on over there and pick up a copy. The Wipe Outers are an interesting band. In short, it's Devo playing surf music. The longer story is that in the late 80s Mark Mothersbaugh, the main face behind Devo, started composing music for Pee Wee's Playhouse. This would provide a gateway for a new career after Devo broke up in 1991. Mark, along with his brother Bob and Robert Casal, both founding Devo members, would go on to create Mutato Musica, a commercial music production studio. One of Mutato Musica's initial clients would be the animated show Rugrats. Yes, for those of you in your late 20s, early 30s, you grew up listening to Devo and you didn't even know it. The production company behind Rugrats, Klasky Supo, would employ Mark Mothersbaugh for scoring many of their projects, including the show Rocket Power. The Wipeouters are basically the music featured on Rocket Power and the album Patwang was put out by Mutato Musica. While I was looking for some weird-ass surf music, I found the Wipeouters by their name alone and saw that the dude on the cover was wearing a signature Devo Energy Dome. On the back, I read that the Brothers Mother's Ba were associated with this band, so really, I had no choice but to buy it. The world was once again reminded of Devo due to the unfortunate passing of Alan Myers, drummer for Devo throughout the band's heyday. The sad death of Myers might yield some good, though, introducing a new generation to the subversive band. As we continue forward, it seems we are going backwards, regressing to a devolutionary state of being with our reality television, corporate politics and artificial sweeteners and artificial byproducts. It seems every day, more and more, that, that Devo was right.
1: Dan Gorman. My name's Casey Lyons. I'm Greg LeGrove. And we're from modernsuperior.com, and you're listening to Six Foot Plus. quarter to
0: Poisoner and Le Grand Zombie, right after the Barbarella Tones' Gothabilly Gulch. Follow Six Foot Plus on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and all that nonsense. Facebook.com slash Six Plus, at Six Foot Plus on Twitter, and Vine, and at Six Foot Plus Podcast on Instagram. It's Six Foot Plus, the number six, F-T-P-L-U-S. Also, do the same for Gravediggers Local 16. First off, go and read Gravediggers Local 16 at GravediggersLocal.com, and then Facebook.com slash GravediggersLocal, and at GDL16 on Twitter. We connected with Governor Grimm and the Ghastly Ghouls via Twitter, as well as a few of you listeners out there. I do enjoy talking with you. It's nice to hear what's going on in your life, what you're into, what interesting things you have found, if it... It kind of helps to drown out the screaming that that my brain hears throughout the day, especially especially after listening to the Monster Mat Minute.
2: Good morning, maniacs! Yes, that's right. It is I, your fiend, your drooly, Monster Map Patterson, the man of a thousand bad monster jokes and maniacs. We are in the middle of a bummer of a summer as far as the weather is concerned. Uh, there is only a handful of days that haven't been laden with rain and if you're a man or a frog or a slug it's probably not that bad of a uh, situation however for your fiend yours drooly i like to have a bonfire whether it has a witch in it or not not something you can do in the rain Boo. boo 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 on you mother nature try again Alright, moving along, Maniacs, uh, speaking of activities and uh, what not, what have you, um, have you heard of Size? It's a um, low impact, aerobic thingamajiggy that's really taken YouTube by, uh, by the storm, as it were. I hate to use that word, storm, Ugh. rain, rain, go away. Uh, but maniacs, you know, we here in the horror genre, we like to, uh, keep fit and active, and I subject to you, let's try necromancer size. hey, 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 (laughs) come on, anybody, (laughs) all right, all right, let's do a couple of reps and then get on with it, shall we, now, excuse me what character do you get by crossing johnny depp and lil wayne edward scissor hands (laughs) you know i caught the trailer for r.i.p.d and i um i think r.i.p.d r.i.p.p.e.d OFF MIB You see? Oh, just a little bit too similar for my taste. Ew. Okay, moving along. Rob Zombie has a film about long narrow inlets of sea between steep cliffs that can be linked to the wheat, uh, weech wheat <laughs> let's try that again rewind it okay rob zombie has a film about a long narrow inlet of sea between steep cliffs that could be linked to witchcraft it's called the fjords of salem (laughs) whether i rewound that or not it still was a stinker i'm sorry maniacs here comes another one yeah it's going to be bad. Batten down the hatches, here goes. The TV set from Videodrome and poultry guys, uh, poultry guys have noticed immediate health benefits now that Paula Deen and her lard-laden shows have gotten the boot. Yep, even their wiring isn't as clogged as it used to be. alright, <laughs> oh, told you it going to be bad. Um, moving along. Why did I watch Dead Heat with, uh, last name first, Piscopo Joe and Williams Treat? I thought this could be a fun throwback flick, not so, with acting and dialogue, so wooden, I was left with a feeling of ick. <laughs> and finally, Maniacs, speaking of wooden performances, Fats, the evil mannequin for magic. Kind of lumbered through his scenes was he bored or just drawing a plank as to his motivation maybe he had trouble attaining the uh, two by four ratio when acting oh man did he really yes he did and with that maniacs I bid you farewell remember Ouija board wishes and cadaver dreams. See you next time. Bye-bye.
0: You just survived the Monster Mat Minute with Monster Matt Patterson. To find out more about Monster Mat, his adventures, and to read his new horror comedy comic, head over to Ha Ha Horror found online at hahahorror.com. Surfing Guitarist and Aliens Landing here. I'll be revamping some of the long-running ads on this show. Voodoo Sugar will always be a part of Six Foot Plus. It's also a great place to pick up some snazzy accessories as well as some really cool bags. The lunch bags have my seal of approval. I use one every day. So, whenever I get around to fixing the new adverts, expect to hear them. Hey, if you want to record a promotional bit or even have me do it, hit up all the details at the advertising section of SixFootPlus.com. You can even contact me via email, contact at SixFootPlus.com, and I'll let you know what the deal is. It won't even cost you a thing. Alright, here now a band I just found out about, and I think they're quite rad. The Howling Bullets, and this is Devil
3: Bat. I get
4: the hands of doom and the eyes like space I say
1: girls running in packs who learn the naked facts of life too young. Dressed in clothes from Cats Like Us. Don't tell me you've never rode a hot rod or had a late date in the second balcony. These girls shop online all hours of the night at catslikeus.com. And they get what they want. T-shirts, tight dresses, handbags, and more. These girls are dressed to kill. Too young to be careful. Too tough to be afraid. I get my kicks at Cats Like Us, City of Tonawanda cats, like, are stuck. This is Alexandra West. This is Andrea Subisati from the Faculty of Horror. And you're listening to Six Foot Plus.
4: <laughs> now I see my body's lying dead. race all bullets through my- No more bleeding, no more breath. Now my face is a medical death. But I'm still near. Is it good or bad? All I ever done was mortal sins. Whiskey, women, blood, and all. Go through all that I can fly No one sees me, no one hears No one feels that I'm here No am gonna find my God I'm dead but not gone I'm dead but not gone I'm a ghost, I'm a ghost Must let me out! I'm <laughs> surrounded with a different crowd. It's a kind of freedom cell. I'm in my personal hell. My soul is lost in the world of a lie, a lie, a lie, a
0: Ghost by Mad Tell you what, listener, I need a break from this corner of the front office, so how about you join me and we'll head on out to New Jersey for another edition of Heather Buckley's (laughs) Obscurities. Welcome to Heather Buckley's Obscurities. I'm Strange Jason, and we are here in the nerve center of horror known as Buckley Manor. You should really see this place. It's awesome. And it's located in scenic New Jersey. Welcome, Miss Heather Buckley.
5: Hello. I'm glad that you like the place where I live. I don't even have my Joe Spinell poster. I, yet.
0: I don't know who that is.
5: <laughs> so I- sad. Well, the, uh, he is the 70s. He was uh, lead star in Maniac. He was in The Godfather. He played a Cheech at the end of the film. He does the final oh, hit. Okay. You've seen him. He's in Rocky.
0: Yeah. Did, did he just, he had a movie come out about him, right? Well, a documentary or.
5: There's a documentary on the Maniac DVD, but they're remaking uh, Maniac.
0: They're, ma- re- they're remaking Maniac? They remade Maniac? it. Some people,
5: some people have liked it they, right now oh. in this contemporary world.
0: When did that happen? Like
5: someone yeah. allowed it to happen, and yeah. and they and they did it. And Elijah Wood plays Elijah Wood. Yes, plays maniac. Well,
0: af- after Sin City, I, I, mean, that's why
5: that's why they cast him because of his performance in that. I think he did a good job. But Joe Spinell is about six two, three hundred and fifty pounds, pockmarked face, mm-hmm. sweaty, but deliciously long eyelashes oh. and big. Big brown eyes on a face that looks like that. That's why he's fascinating. And he talks like this. He goes, oh, Jason, darling, how are you? I'm so happy that you're around.
0: (laughs) I think you need to talk like that for the rest of the podcast.
5: Heather Buckley is Joe Spinell in Jason's podcast.
0: Six foot plus. Yeah, it's my, uh, my mathematically incorrect podcast. Heather Buckley's work has been published in Fangoria. Both online and in print or just online?
5: Online and in print.
0: Okay. So two for the price of one, as well at dreadcentral.com. And throughout the horror universe, in fact, if you Google, you'll find that any, any horror blog or magazine that's worth its weight in whatever has had Heather Buckley. And it's because of that and of her other many talents. Origami. That- Yes, you you should see the paper crane that's just flying around right now. It's moving. It's kind of creepy.
3: Levitating.
0: Yeah, we're not talking about Puppet Master here, no. But of her many talents, one is being highly knowledgeable of films that have been often overlooked, even ignored, but definitely unappreciated by the collective mind of monsters and horror fans everywhere. So she is here to lead us to... Give these odd, off-the-beaten-path films a second chance at the spotlight. So, Heather, thank you. What are we talking about today? That, uh, that... well,
5: a lot of the directors we talked about and, and films, you know, it's very independent films. Again, I like to use the word. I like to use solid. They're really trying to make some sort of sense of their narrative in the world that they're in
0: they're just not dicking around they're actually trying
5: they're not they're they're, they're trying to make something and whether it's 100 percent successful I, I i enjoy i enjoy what they did and sort of absorbed and inspired by their work mm-hmm. but this the one that we're going to discuss this week is by actually very very famous horror director Dario argento gasp it's true. And um, I don't know if you'll link to it on the page, but I did get to, to speak to the Mastro himself, which was the funniest interview ever. I did that uh, for Fangoria online is that we didn't have a translator. So I had to talk to him in English yeah. and he spoke to me in Italian and we would go back and forth. And I had no idea what he was saying until our videographer, Scuder McCray, was able to get it translated. The only thing I heard in the whole interview was Bertolucci. That's the only thing I understood. But it's a it's a very interesting, uh, very.
0: This is on film. This is. This
5: is on film on Fangoria.com.
0: Oh well, we'll definitely link that over at SixFootPlus.com. It's the number six, F-T-P-L-U-S.com. This is sounds fantastic.
5: Because he he does talk about his strange narrative choices and his it, how he's inspired by horror it's just sort of the vernacular he likes to work in and one such strange films i mean we hear about suspiria oh yeah and opera and four flies on gray velvet Not a lot of people talk about phenomenon aka uh, a.k. creepers uh the reason i got to finally see this film is that again screwed who we shoots shoot stuff with a friend a very cool independent filmmaker in manhattan he directed shattered dead and 16 tongues and has worked with uh, Frank Helen Lauder on a on a lot of pictures. He says, I need you to see phenomenon because it reminds me of you. So it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go see it, you know. In the horror world, most of the elite horror elite are really In love with italian horror and i'm impressed by the visuals again i I love i love myself some some colorful gels Mm -hmm. but they don't speak to me the way that really and i'll go on record like 80s and 90s horror films do american horror and also of course like the 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 70s cycle of, 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 Mm -hmm. of american horror things that always that always spoke to me i'm aware that argento and all those guys do great work their film, their their films are 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 important, but Phenomenon is the is is my favorite Argento film. It stars Donald Pleasance.
0: Oh well, there's a plus right there. And
5: Jennifer Conley. Oh, it's about um, Jennifer's character. Her doctor finds out that she had this, has sort of this this psychic sense and this ability to speak to insects, and then both of them try to solve a serial killer case together. An oh. interesting thing about this film is Argento is known for very strange dialogue. And it's not and it's very difficult because it's very stylized for actors to sort of nail it. Donald Pleasance makes every line of this film realistic, like a human being says it. Like when you watch your sci fi channels and like Lance Harrison is in yet another Sasquatch film (laughs) and he he sells it. It's like (laughs) this is real dialogue. So Pleasance does an amazing job dictating great, great, great dialogue scenes. Another key feature of this film is the is the soundtrack. Oh, Motorhead, Frankie goes to Hollywood, and of course, oh well, yeah, because you know. Goblin oh well, is yeah. all is, all, is all over all over that all over that soundtrack. So to me, it seems like he was trying to make like an eighties American horror film because he's casting an Amer- American actress. He's done this before, of course, like Jessica Harper and and in Suspiria. He's casting um, Donald Pleasence, who's you know not really. Really, doesn't sound really English all the time mm-hmm. on the uh, in the movies that he's in with, with just like a heavy metal 80s soundtrack. Because Goblin, Goblin already is like heavy stuff, electronica. I mean, I mean, one scene that comes to mind is for no reason, there is a slow motion s- sequence of Jennifer Connelly walking at night next to a bush. And then you just sort of see like fireflies f- flickering and you hear Motorhead's locomotive play. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's really again capturing the, this this time of '80s because horror belongs to the metalhead, but also horror belongs to the punk rocker. Mm-hmm. A lot of films that I've seen in in the '80s, it's almost like a fifty fifty split, maybe a little little bit towards towards metal. So the, the soundtrack is is completely gonzo. There's two cuts of it that you can get. There's there's Phenomenon and Creepers. Creepers is actually the American version that's cut by a l- little bit. That's actually what I saw. Projected at Lincoln Center, which is amazing. That Lincoln Center, you could see quirky, crazy films. I also saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre too during the Cannon Run projected at Lincoln Center. Dang, these things are pieces of art.
0: Well, as a film, how does this uh, stand out? I mean, we've got. Well, how does this stand up? I should say to I don't know either.
5: It feels very American. Okay, I think would be the first. Thing I mean, if, uh, if, if any of the people on the, the podcast, any of our listeners, you know, are fans of, like, 80, 80s horror films, I mean, it feels like an American 80, 80s horror film. Another, another great part of the film is that when they're actually going after the uh, serial killer's lair, they sort of wi- wind up in this strange dungeon area where there's, like, you know a a child that's like blind and mutated and the special effects on that creature is just absolutely grotesque and frightening so it's just it's she's wandering down almost like almost like alice down down the rabbit hole like first she's she's psychic she's able to communicate with sort of creatures and bugs and then they all lead them to like this very scary you know dungeon area where freaks and, and madness lie
0: mutant blind albino children yes that's... For
5: that aren't explained because it's an Argento film, and you just you just follow him in his sort of his surrealistic uh, vision. On the, um, it's re- it's really interesting. On the, when I interviewed him, he talked a lot of his screenplays come from automatic writing.
0: Oh, he does that.
5: He does that which could say why his his films are, are very dreamlike. When I've yeah. got to interview uh, Ken Russell, which is an interview that's that's not online yet, he talked about when he came up with imagery for the film, it's sort of it's sort of almost mystical like that that he would close his eyes and then he would just see like multi-eyed goats and they sort of go into uh, the movie altered states. Okay. So, but it's like almost allowing your brain just to just to tell tales.
0: So, it was a connection to early surrealism and doing more with the automatic definitely of writing and imagery generation okay
5: and it it really feels that way but a lot of people and again so a lot of people their their buzzword is this, you know Suspiria but I would I would actually urge them to see to see Phenomenal okay um just because it's 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 very strange. I think I think that the soundtrack actually works for it because it just makes it very, very unique. And there's choices that you wouldn't see today because it doesn't make sense why it would have a heavy metal soundtrack, why it would have sex gang and d sex gang mm-hmm. doing songs being in this movie. It's just it's it's a strange, it's a strange, wonderful experiment. It's like the films that I'm mentioning, so they they, they stay with you.
0: Yeah, clearly.
5: Like mean. we all know. Argento's work is, the, Argento's work is, is important, but phenomena is very, is very quirky. It's very weird.
0: And does that get overlooked because it sounds like he was trying to make something American for American audiences? Or was it possibly that he was trying to, I don't know, sell out, kind of generate, like, make this more accessible movie that could have made it's a lot It's certainly not accessible. Okay. okay.
5: Because of its sort of surrealism and strangeness. Mm-hmm. And I I I don't know why why a lot of people don't talk about phenomenon. I think because Suspiria is such a high watermark. Like when you're talking about like great filmmaking, yeah. Phenomenon may not be a great film that way. Mm-hmm. Like it's, Suspiria is beautifully shot. It's 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 memorable. It's very classy. Phenomenon is very weird and makes extremely weird choices. Okay. Um, so I don't know if that makes it sort of like what they would call like a citizen Kane of a horror film, but I think it's successful if you're looking for something a little bit more personal.
0: So, uh... Cause,
5: cause Suspiria is big. Suspiria belongs to sort of cinematic history. A lot of directors are, are influenced This, you know, I would assume like a lot of A grade directors look at uh, Argento's work. I'm pretty sure like, like someone like Scorsese would, because Scorsese is also influenced by uh, Bava who did you know, a lot of the Jolio films in Italy mm-hmm. during the time. I mean, if you look at the way a uh, taxi driver is lit, it's, oh, lit, yeah. like, it's lit like a Jolio mm-hmm. film. De- yeah. Definitely mm-hmm. like Baba, definitely, you know, a touch of maybe uh, Argento stuff back in the day.
0: You were also mentioning uh, a film that I, I rather like was also directly influenced to by uh, Suspiria, and yeah. that was a phantasm. Yes.
5: Well, I was at Monster Mania, I got to interview Don Coscarelli, and the question came up was phantasm because of its sort of surrealistic again automatic writing sort of Mm -hmm. sort of feeling is it influenced by uh And he said it was it was just sort of his answer to argento and the work that he did in that film so again it's like that's sort of like an american and i and i like again I like suspiria Mm -hmm. but i love something like phantasm I think phantasm is very jarring and strange and phenomenon has that uh, that quality because when they go like to this other household to this dungeon stuff it's like all this imagery uh, imagery is new and I brought up Waters desperate mm-hmm. living mm-hmm. before because desperate living is one of my favorite Waters films because the imagery in it is so mm-hmm. new mm-hmm and the narrative that it's taking is so new that it kind of makes you unsettled because there's no expectations what's what's going to happen in in this film it's like phenomenon has like a fly eye shot over over like a body part it's like at some point the f- the the camera lens becomes the oh fly and and you just land next to a next to a body part all of a,
3: sudden,
5: all of a sudden and if we go back to you know postmodern literature like stuff like ulysses part of that book it's like the book itself begins to hallucinate and affects the words that are that are on it so you're using a lot of weird techniques in the film and you just have to go with it but again it's off settling because you've never seen that done before i mean we expect for you know the the uh the, the people to go out and figure out who the serial killer is and the cops are involved. But a lot of this deals with, again, what surrealism dealt with, you know, n- nightmares and then dreams, which don't quite make sense all the time. Yeah,
0: uh, I'm trying to figure out where possibly the mutated children might fit into a murder investigation.
5: What serial killers and fly yes. points of view. But yeah. all that's in and one Jennifer film.
0: Jennifer Conley, who can speak with the insects
5: speak she speaks with the insects and she gives like her you know typical 80s performance which is sort of like she's beautiful but always sort of like in this dreamlike state Mm
0: -hmm. donald pleasance just being
5: is the anchor is the anchor of of the the film Uh, god bless him. him and he had and and it's it's like a game it's like they gave him such hard dialogue to say but every that that's also it's like i couldn't believe it's like you you it's real he made the dialogue. We'll, we'll real. have to
0: sprinkle this episode completely with just dialogue taken from the movie. Though, is it available? I mean, you mentioned it. It is.
5: It is, it is available on okay. DVD. It's,
0: you mentioned, you saw a version of it. Both is it under uh, Phenomena or Peter is it all? Has-
5: Anchor so. bay has it out as as phenomena i I just saw it as 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 a cut version because okay. that w- that's what was playing so in. A, a good
0: recommendation just make sure you're not you know drinking beforehand, or would you recommend people
5: i, I would say that any of these movies i i i i mention substances can be evolved i think for uh, for habit you could be you could mm-hmm. be totally intoxicated. Mm-hmm. And for Edge of Sanity, definitely, oh, of course. Uh, some Or, meth. well,
0: cocaine, yeah, cocaine. whichever you can afford, or yeah. cocaine. It's Any a hard, it's a hard, it, it's a
5: hard. I a, assume that it. our yeah. listeners are on a budget, yeah, yeah and I'll, might I'll of them, to
0: it might not be, but I love each and every one of you.
5: But it's, it's just it's just stunning that someone put put to put together a film with so many different I- and ideas works. in it in pieces and, it and is it co- is it co- is it is it cohesive it is because okay. his films are like no. dreams
0: he's still with us right he's not dead
5: he is he is still, he is, he is still, still with us so I don't know dreamer. if his career no. is
0: still maybe the, the career woke up while he's still dreaming we'll have to see but definitely a good recommendation I'm probably going to go out and see that and Make sure, uh, it'll probably encourage me never to have kids again. Well, in the first place.
5: You can always try pickled punks like Joe Coleman.
0: What's pickled punks?
5: Pickled punks are during the carnival days that you would have a deformed baby or like any sort of dead thing in a jar. So a dead baby in a jar is a pickled punk. They're easy to take care of and you don't have to worry about college.
0: I'll just get a cat.
1: (laughs) Thanks, Heather. Let's see now, about that time, first girl to disappear.
2: That was September 9th. 14-year-old Danish tourist named Vera Brandt. The body was never found. Just like the other girls. After finding this, what's the use of hiding from the fires? There's a killer. A vicious killer. <laughs>
5: I'm sure you're going to like our school. To begin with, we all speak English.
4: By the way, I'm Sophie. I'm French. Jennifer. You know I'm really glad you're here. I've always had to sleep alone. It can be very scary. You know, there's a murderer around here. Skirls girl's our age and kills them. And then he hides the bodies.
3: What you did last night is highly irregular. No student ever left the school at night before. How many times do I have to tell you that I didn't walk out on purpose? I walk in my sleep.
2: Have you any idea where you've been?
3: No. What if the killer saw me?
2: Have you any idea why they behave like that? It's perfectly normal for insects
3: to be slightly telepathic. Yeah, it's normal for insects.
1: But am I normal? I love
3: all of you.
1: This is Debbie Rashawn, and you are listening to the Six Foot Plus Podcast, baby. Listen up.
0: White House's The Creeping Doom, following Werewolves in Siberia's The Hunt for Humans. We're playing some more electronic music as of late because, well, it's good to have some variety on this show. Though, if you are more into rock, psychobilly, and horror punk, I think there's a show coming up that I can recommend. Yes, that's right, we are one week away from Ghoul's Night Out, taking place in Clifton, New Jersey at Dean Bats, a club so spooky it has Bats in the title. Taking place on July 20th and 21st, you'll see Order of the Fly, Darrow Chemical Company, Kitty in a Casket, Vagora, Bad Hormones, The Returners, NIMVINT, much, much more, including the guy who used to sing for this band, Blitzkid. Yes, that's right, Argyle Goolsby will be on hand. He'll probably be tattooing somebody. You can win that tattoo. Head on over to Facebook. Search Ghoul's Night Out. Find out all the details about this contest. I don't know them. That's why I'm not telling you. Right now, I'm telling you to listen to Nosferatu by Blitzkid. Goblin Haas and Goblin Haas Records. Get to goblinhaas.com, G-O-B-L-I-N-H-A-U-S.com for new horror rock CDs, records, and horrific monster and Halloween collectibles. Need a Frankenstein for your granny, a costume for the kid, or some sounds for your ears? Goblin Hoss has it. And now on Goblin Hoss Records, strange dreams and graveyard scenes await in Transylvania Mania, the new 13-song full-length record by Monster-A-Go-Go, a ripping return to the pogoing days of the misfits, 45 Grave, and the Damned. Transylvania Mania, available exclusively on CD from Goblin Hoss Records, all things Spook, Goblin House. monster ride from the route 66 killers and this ride has come to an end it's the end of the episode i hope you've enjoyed yourself new show next week at six on friday that's the number six f-t-p-l-u-s dot follow us in gravediggers local 16 on twitter at gdl 16 and at six footplus facebook.com slash gravediggers local and slash six once again The number six, FTPLUS. I'm probably going to say it one more time before this podcast is over. (laughs) So it's summer and it might be time for me to take a vacation, listener. I hear Italy is nice this time of year. Maybe I'll give myself some much needed R&R. What do you think? I think you're about to hear Vampire by Dirty Danzig. And they're from Italy. What a coincidence. I think I'm going to go and get my passport renewed. Ciao, listener. Ciao.
2: Half human, half wild animal. Destroying beautiful women. How to satisfy its unholy lust for blood.
3: Attack.
2: Vanishes
0: leaving only the mark of the most terrifying human beast of prey
4: I live the night and I'm in my grave I
0: Episode 67, The Green Doom, Knows Where You Live. This has been Six Foot Plus, a GDL 16 production. To support, subscribe, rate, review, and recommend Six Foot Plus. The theme song, Carpe Noctum, performed by the Madeira. Shivala Yvonne, Urban Graveyard Lounge music, performed by Kava Khan. Mahalo. Monster Matt Patterson of the Monster Matt Minute can be found online at hahahorror.com. Heather Buckley appeared courtesy of Liberty and Prosperity, as well as Blood and Guts. To find out about all the music you heard on this episode, as well as all past episodes and all those important links, go to Six Foot Plus. That's number six, F T P L U S.com.